0: Welcome to the Career by Design podcast. I'm your host, Prayer. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to design the career of your dreams while feeling empowered. I'll be sharing inspirations and strategies that will help you get results. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Career by Design podcast. You are listening to this episode, which is gonna be all about creating your new career, starting your new chapter, but doing it with that lens of using your strengths. And so I've got a wonderful co-host today, Sherry, and I will let her introduce herself and talk a little bit about what she does. Uh, Well, thank you so much for having me on the show
1: today, Prayer. I'm excited to uh, talk with you and share with the audience one of my absolutely favorite things to talk about. And just a little background on myself. So I started coaching in 2020 when a lot of us were making pivots and changes. And I finally, after a few, you know, going around and around in the circle, I figured out what my calling is. And my calling is really helping others discover their calling and then how to thrive in that calling. And I do it through the lens of Clifton Strengths and really creating that strengths-based look at what you do best and what you're naturally great at.
0: I love this topic so much, right? So Sherry and I were talking just before we hit record. And I think a lot of us, especially women, especially people that are very motivated in their careers, we have the tendency to focus our efforts on changing the things that we're not good at or working on those gaps, right? So we see, okay, what are our weaknesses? What are we not good at? And let's get better at those. And I was sharing with Cherry that 15 years ago, I actually took. The strengths finder test. She asked me what my top five were, which I don't remember, but I just remember <laughs> I remember just being so excited, reading about the concept and learning about the fact that why not invest all of the time and energy and knowing who you are and what you're good at and really working on those things. Um, and so I want to hear from you, Sherry. You know, tell our listeners you heard the episode on disc, which is is another kind of personality type test. Tell us a little bit about the work you do with StrengthsFinder and why that was maybe the one thing that stood out to you when there's so many other personality tests and so many other indicators out there. Right, right.
1: And first of all, I want to say you are not alone. Like, and and I was that person too. I took the assessment in 2016 and I don't even remember what introduced me to it, how I found it. I am a personality test junkie. Like I'm that person, if there's something to be, find out about myself, I'm all about it like i'm all in on it so i love all the things and i'm sure back in 2016 when i took the assessment and the only reason i know it was 2016 is they actually put the date on the report so that's the only reason i know the date i was probably like you i read it and thought oh that's pretty interesting. Sounds about right. And then tucked it away. And I hear that from people, whether they're my clients or just that, oh, yeah, I think I took that years ago so many times. But what a lot of people miss is there's so much depth that goes into that report. And one of the reasons why I kind of honed in on, you know, it used to be called Strengths Finders. Today they call it Clifton Strengths, exact same thing, um, was that it is very, very personalized. So your report, and there is a way to go back in and find your report if you want to, too, by the way. But your report that you get back from um, Clifton, from Gallup, they own the assessment, that you get back is so personalized, to you and the chances of somebody else having the same exact results as you in the exact same order so it measures what gallup does is they measure there's 34 talent themes and the assessment you take it's 177 questions it gives you your report back that tells you what your they call them your signature themes your top five themes and they're your natural talents So it measures that and the chances of somebody else having the exact same top five as you in the exact same order is one in 33 million. And that to me was so powerful because you and I might have the same, one of the same top five, but your report is going to read different than mine in the description of it, because what happens is it takes all your other themes and they play how they play, how they show up with that other signature theme.
0: That's so interesting. I actually had no idea that it was this personalized and this unique. And I think you're right. That is so cool because if I think about my... You know, MBTI type, for example, I know that one, I'm INFJ, um, that sort of has just stuck with me for a while. But, you know, there's really only a few types, I think 16 types, if I'm not mistaken, um, for that. But that's really cool. I think that it's that personalized. And I wanted to share the reason that I really like this. And I think this is the approach you take when you're working with people as well, Sherry, is it's so good to know who you are. Right. So I think in the coaching world, executive coaching, career coaching, we talk so much about personal brand. We talk so much about who do you want to be and who is that person. I think that's achieving that goal. And this is such a good and objective way, I think, to get to those strengths. Because sometimes I'll ask, you know, my people to do an exercise where I'm asking them, what do other people say, you know, are your top strengths? What do you like to do? Um, what do you think you're good at? And you know, there's different approaches to getting there, but it can be so challenging to think about what we're good at because just like we were talking about in the beginning, we're so used to the opposite. We're so used to the interview question, which I think is a terrible interview question, by the way, of what's your biggest weakness that we've almost forgotten how to answer, Hey, these are my top three things that I'm really good at. And then creating from there and using that as a launch pad. So I want to know from, from you, you know, sort of why, why do you think that a strengths-based approach is the right approach What's attractive to you about it and, and what are the results you've seen by doing this this methodology this way-
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and I so agree hundred percent with everything you just said um, because it is one of those things you know we can ask somebody you know tell me your top five strengths and most people are like uh, I, I don't know you know and they'd have to really think hard but if you say what are your f- top five weaknesses they could probably rattle them off that's just our human nature and when you can shift that, into, and that's why I I like the assessment piece of it, because it shows you in black and white, that this is a talent. And most people don't recognize that the talent is a talent. Like we think if somebody says, oh, you know, that person has talent, what do we think of, you know, oh, they sing beautifully, or they can play basketball, or, you know, we think of those things as talent, but we all have talent. And when we can see them see this, you know, get this report and you see it in black and white and you read the report and, and you have somebody telling yes, I see that in you. Yes. You're so good at that. Then they start to take ownership of that and you show up differently and you show up better. And it also helps respect with other people because a lot of times one of the indicators of our talent is when we're looking at other people thinking, why don't you get this? Or why do you do that? Or I don't understand, you know, you, how you don't see this. It's so clear because you're using your talent and they don't have that talent. So when we can start recognizing what everybody else's top five strengths are, along with ours, it, it becomes this beautiful new understanding of each other and what makes you great and why I need you on my team because you think differently than me. And I need that because I think this way and you think that way and together we can become a powerful team. Absolutely. so, so many
0: elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's a great element as well as not just knowing the strengths for yourself, but as a tool to understand different people's perspectives. And I think in creating, if you're in that leadership role, creating a diverse team that does have those different talents and strengths. Right. And and something else that I wanted to add here as well is I think, you know, when you're really doing this deeper work of figuring out your next step and what your journey is in your career, I think it allows us to see some of the places where we've kind of forced ourselves to fit in somewhere, right? So a lot of times, I think, especially when we start out our careers, and there's a whole episode on this as well about career shoulds, but we have all of that programming around, you know, what a good career might be because of all the reasons, you know, it's considered a respectable industry, or you may might make a lot of money, or that's what everybody you know is doing. And sometimes It's not based on who you are as a person and what your strengths are. And so if you're doing this deeper work of figuring out what's your next step, if you know what those top five things are for you, I think it helps you to find a career that is aligned to that, right? Mm -hmm. Something that matches that. And that could look like a lot of different things. It could look like a pivot into a different corporate career. It could look like a promotion. It could look like you starting your own business or, you know, starting, um, And writing a book or you know being on a TED talk and so I'm curious with you I think you were mentioning before when we were talking that a lot of the people that you coach they end up starting their own businesses as a result of doing the strengths finder, So I want to know a little bit more about what that looks like. Mm -hmm.
1: And actually, can I back up a minute on that too? Because I also want to add, sometimes it's not even that you need to make a change in what you're doing, it's how you do it. And when you dive into really knowing how you operate, you know, like with the strengths, it's how you naturally think, feel and behave. So you can figure out, oh, wait, you know, we can get to the same result. I just need to take this approach. You know, you may be a deep thinker, somebody that's high deliberative, and you just need time to think about the process. Whereas somebody with high activator, they just want to jump in and they'll figure it out along the way. So if you're being trained how to do a job by an activator and you're you're high deliberative, their way is not going to work for you. But if you figure out your approach based on your natural talents and how you think, feel and behave, you can get the same exact result. The process just looks different.
0: Yes, I really, that's such a good point, actually, that it's not just about making a change or about your career. It's understanding how you can even better perform where you are. You know, whether that's in your work life or even I would say personal life. And I think it's, you know, I'd like to say with a lot of these things, it's sort of things that we all, you know, already know, but we need a reminder on sometimes. (laughs) And I think it's a reminder or just like a different tool. And so what I always like to tell the people that I work with is that you have your toolkit that we're working on together. And you want to have as many tools in there that are going to help you be your best. And so when you need it, you know, you'll pick up Finder and you'll think about things through, through that lens. You know, sometimes you may need a different tool, a different framework. And so just take all of these as different tools of what is going to work best for you. And maybe it's going to be a combination of all of these things. So I think that was a really good segue. And then I want to now come back to... You know, the entrepreneurship route, and how maybe if you can share a story of one of your clients who, through doing the Strengths Finder, found her path to entrepreneurship um, from the corporate world.
1: Mm, yeah. So, actually, um, one of the clients I'm working with right now, and she's uh, highly successful in a corporate tech type world, high leader there. And very very good at her job. And and that's where I find a lot of people struggle because, you know, when we're not good at the job or we really don't like our job, it's easy to walk away from it and build something else. But what I find with a lot of the clients I work with is they're really good at it, but there's just something missing and sometimes they can't even put their finger on it. So the one client uh, specifically, we've been working through that and she's like I don't even know what it is. And through a few sessions now, we figured out like oh, this this part of your life is missing and we're looking at now her natural talents and realizing she's really gifted in mentoring. She's really gifted at even public speaking. She's really gifted in these areas and we actually just kind of had this breakthrough this week of like I think you would make an awesome coach for other corporate people, like other corporate women, like you pray that you, you know, prayer you're doing of helping other women climb up that corporate ladder and be that mentor for them and be that coach for them and help them become better public speakers if they have to go present in front of a board. So it just became this really fun, like, oh, I never thought about that. You know, she never even had that thought in her brain that she could be that person for somebody else.
0: Yeah. And I love how you shared that story of, you know, seeing something that wasn't there before, because again, I think that so many of us, we're sort of limited to the worlds we're in, right? And so we tend to think of everything that's around us. And so if we're in a corporate career, Sometimes our brain is telling us to look at if we're looking for a change or something else, just look at the surrounding, maybe corporate jobs or a different company. And it becomes so hard for us to look and open up and look at something entirely different. And so, again, I think that's another place where identifying your strengths, knowing what you're good at, knowing what you like to do really helps to kind of open up that tunnel vision that we have and allows you to create what I like to call And what Brooke Castillo, my coach, likes to call these unreasonable goals, right? These big or impossible goals, because sometimes our goals are just so safe and so nice. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at this different way of thinking, you've got to reset. And then you have this option opening up to you that says, Hey, I can be a coach. And you know, that's sort of what happened to me as well, Sherry. That sort of my story is I've been in the corporate world for 20 years. I really did enjoy what I was doing. And somewhere in the back of my mind, I thought, yeah, I do want to start a business. That would be great. But I sort of just fell into coaching by doing a similar exercise and thinking about what I'm good at and what I like to do and what am I talented in, right? And I just took some time to think about that and open myself up. And I realized I'm a coach, I don't know how to do it yet or what that could look like, but I'm a coach. I love coaching and mentoring people. And so that's how that shift happened for me.
1: I love that. I love that. And that's exactly like what I, you know, I, when I'm working with the clients and stuff, I tell them, I said, just go test it out, go try it at another one of my clients. So we realized, and this is how personalized the, the report is. I've never seen this in any of the strengths reports. Hers actually said something about how she enjoys house cleaning. <laughs> Like it specifically had the, that task, which most of us like, but she is so super organized and she loves that. She loves being super organized and her brain works that way. Again, like you just said, she comes from like a corporate background. So she knows she wants to start her own business, but she has no idea what it is. And, you know, it's like, you can be an organizer. Like there's people there that would pay you. And it's like this whole new world, like you just said, is opening up to her that like, what? People would pay me to come organize their house or their office. I was like, yes, totally. (laughs) And, you know, that's the direction we're going with her. So it's so fun when, when you have a different perspective and somebody else to come and see what you're missing, that's right in front of you. And that's where great coaches like yourself come in because it's there, but people are so, so, so close to it. They're missing it.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, sometimes we can't see it and it's good to have something objective, right? Whether it's a coach, whether it's a test, a tool, strength finder, something to play that back to us, Sherry. So I think you're so right. And that's why I think the work that you're doing in the world um, is needed as well as helping people find that and focus on their natural talents. So actually, since you've said, I might be able to go back and find my results, I'm really thinking about that as well. Well, to see. I'm curious to see, you know, what it says in there. If there's anything about being a coach in there, that would be really, really cool. Is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with as a takeaway?
1: I would just say the more you can dive into really learning about yourself and how you operate, whether it's through the strengths finders and knowing how your your natural tendency of how you think feel and behave, or you know the DISC assessment, the Myers Briggs, the Enneagram, um, Human Design, I think is so cool. I've recently uh, tiptoed into that. There's so many ways that we can just learn how we show up as our best selves in the world, and also what we need. You know, what environment do we need in order to thrive? And all those, like you said earlier, they're just tools that can just help us be better. So I highly encourage people to just, you know, spend some time on that personal self-development path, because it's just going to make you excel, not only in your career and in your calling, but in your life and all your relationships, you know, not with yourself and with others.
0: Well, thank you so much, Sherry. It was great having you and I'm excited to take a look at my results again and see what it does.
1: I'm excited for you to go see the results too. You'll have to definitely have to share them with me. <laughs> I will. Be fun. We'll dive
0: into that together. <laughs> I will. That sounds great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Career by Design podcast. I hope that the strategies I share today will help you on your journey to an amazing career. Be sure to check in next week for another episode. And for more tips, follow me on Instagram under inspiration underscore careers.